Hello, this is Matthew Grant. Welcome to the Instec London podcast. Charles Taylor has been a long-time supporter of Instec London. And in this episode, I'm talking to Tony Russell from Charles Taylor in short tech to hear a bit about what they've been up to and also the opportunities they have for providers of new solutions to partner with the global insurers that make up Charles Taylor's clients. Good. Well, I'm delighted to be here today with Tony Russell. Tony is the Chief Commercial Officer from Charles Taylor from InsurTech and has got a long history in the insurance world and technology. And so I'm looking forward to hear Tony's views on what is happening today in the world of data analytics and, of course, InsurTech. Um, Tony, it'd be great to hear a little bit about your own background. But first of all, could you just tell me a little bit about uh, Charles Taylor and in particular how Charles Taylor InsurTech is so different from the main business? Yeah, good morning. Um, Charles Taylor is a group that's been around since 1884. Um, Currently, we're sitting around 3,000 employees um, located all around the world in 29 countries, um, turning over approaching 250 million. Two and a half years ago, um, the the group formed what now is known as Charles Taylor InsurTech, which was an organization um, concentrating, I suppose, on innovation and uh, technology. Um, In that time, We've moved along quite quickly. We now sit at around 600 people, based primarily in the UK and LATAM, um, out of two centres. And um, we have won some significant global contracts over the past two and a half years. What we try and do is we we try and approach things slightly differently. We're interested in a number of things in terms of um, what people are trying to achieve from technology. Um, And perhaps more importantly, understanding what their client wants in the way that they use it. And again, we're seeing a lot of changes now in that market. So Tony, you've got a long history in the world of working in technology and a reasonably long time in insurance. You've been selling technology when it was large black boxes, multi-million dollar contracts. Uh, When we were talking earlier, you said that things are changing a lot these days. It'd be good to hear just a little bit about your own background and, and what you're seeing the changes are today and how people are buying technology. I've been in the insurance industry since 2002, uh, and I've sold across the spectrum to brokers, underwriters, managing agents. So again, built up a reasonable experience um, in in the marketplace. Prior to that, I ran some global software organizations, building up distributor networks. Um, So I have a fair understanding of um, what's going on uh, as far as delivery of technology. Um, What what we've seen in the insurance space is um, perhaps um, a slightly slow adoption of new technology, and I'll I'll be careful what I say here, but um, technology hasn't always been at the forefront of everyone's mind in terms of actually servicing some of the functionality that they need. But over the last year to 18 months, there's been a a real uptick in terms of the requirement for putting technology into organisations. Lloyds, for example, have undertaken a massive global project Um, the TOM project, where they've been trying to uh, work with organisations around the world to make it easier to do business. And we've been very fortunate to win a contract with Lloyds. I think um, the whole market has become very quite sophisticated buyers now of technology. Uh, And and as Charles Taylor and SureTech, um, what we're endeavouring to do is to try and provide a service that's based on an outcome. So I just want to pick up that point about the Lloyds project because that was a, a massive uh, success just given I think there are over 120 companies 
competing that. They were talking about the delegated authority project that has been rolled out now and is starting to see some real traction. Uh, a lot of people actually are exposed to that either as users of the system or potentially as people partnering and providing data into it. Could you just talk a little bit about what that project is and, and, and what are the measures of success you've had so far? Yeah, look, we're, we're really privileged to have won that project. It's, um, it's a great project and it's a great, um, I suppose, uh, achievement for Charles Taylor and SureTech at such an early age to win what is probably uh, one of the most significant projects that Lloyd's have undertaken. Essentially, uh, what we're doing is we're providing a centralised platform to receive all the data from all the cover holders around the world globally. We will receive it um, electronically. We will standardise that data into a standard set of formats and will allow the rest of the market to consume it. So it's a problem that's been uh, within the industry for over 100 years, really ever since binders and borderos have uh, been used. And um, it traditionally has cost our market a lot of money in terms of organising the query loops, the, the, the errors. Um, and, and the project and the product that we've provided called Tide um, is, is now in place. Uh, all of the managing agents in the London market have now signed up to use it and we're in the beginning of a sort of a rollout and an adoption exercise. Um, the key part of this project is going to be to get the cover holders um, in Europe, uh, in the US particularly, to start using the system such that we can catch data at source. And I think if we can catch the data at source, then the straight through processing capability will become evident. Um, our goal is to remove the need for borderos by processing risk real time and that will be something that we're striving to do. Um, the whole platform is sitting on the Azure cloud in Microsoft um, and it's using artificial intelligence and some of the later techniques for transforming the data into the standard format. Um, we're very hopeful that the, the market adopt it as we um, have planned um, and, and so far it's going very well. Great. Well, I see, and so just before we move on, just you mentioned Bordereau. For those people that are listening and don't understand what a Bordereau is, if you, could you just give a quick description? A Bordereau is effectively a report. Um, it's a report that's produced from the cover holders of effectively the risks, uh, the claims, um, the premiums that have been captured through the various different cover holders throughout the world in their day-to-day -day running of the business. That report is sent over typically on an Excel spreadsheet in various different formats, and hence the problem that the managing agents and brokers in this market have in terms of consolidating that and actually processing it. So by standardizing it um, from any format, which is what Tide can do, we hope that we'll unlock a lot of the friction within that particular process. Yeah, I mean, and one of the problems that's been out there for years, and you alluded to it, and it looks like it's now finally being solved, is trying to get this standardization of data formats. And it seems like sometimes technology is there to try and solve the hard problems, but often it's actually solving what should be the simple problems, but just getting people to agree on, on formats um, and standards. And you also mentioned in that platform, and you announced uh, last year you've got a, uh, you've increased your investment in Covey Analytics. Is that the, the start of positioning Charles Taylor and SureTech as a platform, and therefore you'll be able to work with other organizations in the industry, partnering with them and providing them access to, um, to clients and analytics and, and potentially markets? Yeah, look, I, I think we're at a really exciting point of the evolution of technology to win to, within the insurance market. I think, um, you know, 
over the next two or three years, I'm pretty sure we're going to see a significant shift in the way that technology is used in this market. Our relationship with Covey um, is based on the fact that we found um, a product that handles risk and compliance within the industry. Um, I guess the way I'm describing it is what they've done is they've humanized the risk and compliance challenge. Um, it, it, it's now more as a business as usual facility rather than perhaps a chore. Um, it's using latest technology, it's simplifying the whole process and I think the relationship we've got with these guys is that we're blending it together with some of our other offerings and, and that's what then gives the insurance company real value. We discussed earlier perhaps uh, where, where we, we kind of coined a phrase of InsureTech 1.0 where I think we saw a lot of InsureTech startups, there was a lot of money being pumped into them. And actually, a lot of these organizations went to the insurance companies themselves. What we're now seeing, perhaps, is InsureTech 2.0s. And I, I think we, as a vendor, have uh, an obligation to the market of looking at some of this technology, blending it together, and then offering it as a solution to the insurance companies. Um, we, we are the technologists. We, we should be taking a keener interest in some of these startups. And indeed, we're looking at developing an incubator to try and capture some of these um, technologies so that we can start blending them together, as I say, and offering them to insurance companies a complete solution. So it's a very interesting point, your role as a facilitator for introducing those people that have got the ideas, the technology, the businesses into the insurance marketplace. So from a sort of practical point of view, if anybody's listening to this and they've got an idea how do, how do you suggest they make contact with, um, with Charles Taylor to be able to explore if there's a good fit there? Well, look, we're, the door's always open. I think, you know, we, do we have all the answers? Absolutely not. Are we keen on working with organisations to find a better way of working? Absolutely. I think we all know that the way that insurance is bought, managed and uh, processed is going to change. We're not quite sure how it's going to happen. But I think individually we can all go our own way or collectively, let's use our collective intelligence, bring our thoughts together and I'm sure the outcome will be better. So if you want to contact us, obviously on our website, ctinsuretech.com, uh, we're based in Minster Court in the heart, just off the sort of middle of Fenchurch Street. Um, you know, just pop in. We, we, we're ready to talk. Uh, we're ready to evaluate opportunities and we're looking to actually deliver real outcomes to the insurance marketplace globally. Okay, well, so I just want to sort of slightly hold you to, to account there because clearly it's kind of hard for somebody to walk up and I mean, you've got a lovely lobby downstairs and that's a coffee shop, but they've got to figure out who they're actually going to talk to when they get there. So, so who should they, act, I mean, how should they do it? Do they drop you an email? Do they drop some of your colleagues an email? I'm, I'm happy to take uh, the emails. Um, we've got a marketing department led by Doug Horn as well, so he's also um, available to talk. Um, but essentially, I think in the first instance, Myself, uh, Jason Sahota is the CEO, who's very fundamentally involved, obviously, in the growth of the company. Interestingly enough, uh, um, our leadership team, and I think this may be one of the reasons why we're seeing um, good results in such a short space of time, is that we've built a leadership team of people both from the insurance industry and from outside of the insurance industry. So other industries that perhaps one could argue are further down the digital journey. And that's brought a very good conversation and sometimes tension to the, the, to the boardroom. And, but it's resulting in outcomes that perhaps we wouldn't have achieved just on our own. So I just want to come back to, you, come back to something we touched on earlier on, which is sort of the buying behaviour and the, uh, the approach to innovation you're seeing 
in the insurance companies. I mean, we all acknowledge today it's actually really tough to innovate if you're in a large established organization. You're doing a few things to change things, but I'd be interested when you look back over your sort of last uh, 16 years when you've been selling into the insurance space and how organizations bought and innovated then and what's happening today. And, I, I, and we, we sort of struggled a little bit the last couple of years for uh, the startups to get into the insurance companies, whether it's through Charles Taylor or, or separately. Are you, what are you seeing in sort of the shift in trends now about how innovation is being handled within insurance organizations and also in particular their, also their willingness to engage directly with some of these you know, riskier and smaller companies? Yeah, I, th- I think there has been a change. I think, you know, when I first joined the industry, we were um, bombarded in a way with a lot of RFPs, people writing documents that would request a certain piece of functionality, whether it be a broking system, policy administration system, financial system, whatever it was. Typically what happened was this document was written on the basis of their old system with a few enhancements about requirements that would typically be delivered to the people that they knew were in the market. One of them would be selected and actually they would make a purchase. Um, Two or three years later, people sometimes would refer back and say, well, have we achieved the strategic objectives that we were setting out to achieve? I I think today we're seeing um, organizations realize that actually the biggest issue here is what does does our client clients want? Um, I do find it incredible that I've been selling systems for a number of years and I've never really asked that question. And I'm not sure how I've managed to sell a real system in the past. I I think understanding what your client's client wants gives you a great insight to the way that the systems, the solutions will actually deliver that benefit to the end user. And we're seeing a lot more organizations now in this market being very aware about retaining business and winning business based on client Experience. Yeah, no, I think it's, 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 a really, it's a really important point and one people often overlook is you're not just selling to the person in front of you. They need to be able to demonstrate value to their own clients to justify the sale and, and it, is getting, it is getting harder. I think there's more competition for the money out there. So demonstrating and having a discussion with a client that supports their own, their, their own client is, is critical. Um, Tony, there, there you've laid out a number of areas that you're different as Charles Taylor, but at some level there's still number of other large technology companies out there. There's people competing for this platform space. You know, if you were to summarize it in, in the, the sort of one or two lines, you know, how would you say that Charles Taylor InsureTech is different from other similar looking organizations out there? That's always a tough question. Um, I, I think, you know, everyone likes to think they're different. I think at the end of the day, um, we, we concentrate on a number of things. Um, firstly, with every project we work on, we have to understand what the outcome is. So we have to share the risk with the client. If we don't understand what outcome they're trying to achieve, then I'm not sure we're doing our job properly. Um, I, I think you know there's a number of key parts. We're, we're trying to build a transformation program. We're trying to get information at the right time. Clients are looking for speed to market. I think it's understanding some of these challenges that our clients are facing and helping them resolve them in a slightly different way. Um, as I said before, we don't have all the answers, but we do have a team of people who have worked in a number of different markets, who have seen a number of different challenges, and are now starting to blend that into the way that the insurance market is having to deliver. Um, you know, We were all born with two ears and one mouth, and I think listening to our client 
and understanding what they really want to get out of the project and actually working with them to make sure we're all or they're in asking the right exam question is a vital part of what we do before we even start recommending what the solution might be. Quite often, the, the outcome and the solution is not what we thought it was when we set out on that programme. You're now global. Uh, a lot of people talk about what's happening in Asia. You've been concentrating a lot in Latin America the last few years. Interesting you know, to hear what your views are in that area as a sort of growth in both um, innovation and changes in the insurance market. Yeah, so we, we, we kind of looked at LATAM very early when we set up the organisation as the first part of the globe that we wanted to go and uh, investigate. Um, we were very fortunate with a project that we were working on in Peru with a company called La Positiva, uh, providing them a full back office system. Um, and as part of that project, we um, set up a centre of excellence out of Mexico City. Uh, one of the advantages of being part of the Charles Taylor Group is obviously we have offices throughout the world. And in the early days, we were able to piggyback off that office, which gave us some credibility in that region. Following that particular uh, project and the win, uh, we then um, set up the Centre of Excellence and we also brought in some salespeople. Um, since that time, um, two years ago, uh, we now have 600 people uh, within the LATAM region. Um, and we have over 40 clients and we're winning global, uh, we're winning global business. Um, we've just recently won a five country deal with Sura, which is one of the largest insurance companies in Latin America. May last year, we invested in a company called Inworks, who were the biggest provider of broking and online portal systems to the market. So clients such as Aon, Willis, Marsh, Gallagher's all use the system in that part of the world. And part of our strategy is to bring that technology back to Europe and beyond. Um, LATAM is certainly an, a, a region that is looking to compete on the global stage and, and they had to get their technology right. So I wouldn't be telling the truth if I didn't say there was an element of luck in what happened and perhaps timing. But I think, you know, we've, we've pitched it and we're now trying to replicate that model in other parts of the world. Excellent. Well, uh, we're delighted to have uh, Charles Taylor is a corporate member of Instat London. I think at one time you actually had the largest number of people that had been to our events. Things have moved on a bit now, but I'd be delighted just to hear a little bit, Tony, about your own experience of Instat London and how you see that as a way of uh, your colleagues gathering information about the insurance industry and what's happening in innovation and any other advice you've got for us as we look to the future. As far as the InsureTech events concerned, certainly the early ones I went to with Robin and, and Paolo, uh, the great thing about that is, you know, the only way we're going to get things to change is, is, is to keep pushing it. Um, there's got to be a mindset change and there's got to be acceptance that change is always difficult. And I think the guys have put a, a great team together, yourself obviously included, and, and I think it's the repetition. I think we've tried to do events at Charles Taylor and we always know the first one or two are very important because it's very difficult to get people's time. I think what you guys have done is you've made it interesting, you've got together a lot of quite interesting technology. And what that's enabled people to do is every time you get an invite from the team, you're going to accept it because you know you're going to get value out of the evening. Uh, as I say, the events I've been to have always been very stimulating. Um, and now that we're starting to see or to approach it in a slightly different way, we're going to be attending more of these events in order to offer our services in blending together some of this technology. Great. Well, we hope to see you or one of your colleagues on, on stage sometime soon. And uh, 
you'll be pleased to know perhaps that as you travel around the world, now that we're actually doing our events as podcasts, you, even though you may get a chance to sample our fine wine and food, you can still catch up on what's happening at Instead London by, uh, by listening to us on the move. So no, no excuses, I'm afraid. Uh, good, well, that just about wraps it up. Uh, Tony, just anything we should be looking out for in, um, in Charles Taylor in Shortech in, in the forthcoming months? Yeah, look, we've, we've, um, we've re, rebranded recently. Um, we've kind of looked at our image. Uh, we're, we're, we're refining our messaging because it's a constant change as we, as we move into different areas. Um, but uh, look, the way we're going to be successful is if we help the insurance company be successful. So we're interested in talking to all sorts of companies who are interested in perhaps trying something different. Um, and, and want to make a difference. And I think that's probably the tagline that, you know, we want to make a difference, uh, but we want to do it in a relevant way rather than just for the sake of it. Great. Well, and as, as Doug knows, uh, and other, others of your colleagues with our weekly newsletter, you get the chance to put out any information to our, to our members you want to share. Tony, thank you very much for spending your time. I know you've got a lot going on. Really appreciate you carving out some time to tell us what's going on. Uh, we'll put your contact details in the podcast notes and uh, look forward to catching up in a few months to hear all the companies that you've had contacting you to find out how you can work together. Thank you. Great, thanks.